Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. We are going to talk about preparing for a freeze, specifically for your house, but in general, I think it's caught a lot of people off guard all over the country. I mean, this was a epic uh, snowstorm, especially for the Northeast. I mean, if you're following some of the stuff that went on in Buffalo, I mean, it's just unfolding as it happens. You know, if you look on TikTok or Instagram location, geo-specific, you know, some people get eight feet of snow, just um, unfortunately, a lot of people caught unprepared just out in general, but also for their homes. And then, you know, in the South, in Texas, um, a lot of people, we, you know, you don't get deep freezes like that for days on end. So people don't prepare. People were away for the holidays. So that as well. So I, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit for the next time. Hopefully it's not too late, but you know, this will happen again in the future. Just so you know, um, I, I used to live in, you know, Colorado. I used to work in the back country on a ski mountain, super cold, uh, nights during the winter, obviously upstate New York, Saratoga. I've lived Catskills. I do a lot of outdoor camping, we, you know, property maintenance in general. And I think just preparing for a few ways to just winterize your house will save you thousands of dollars and, and things like that. So, um, this episode, we're going to make it brief, but this is going to be about that. First off, I want to talk about if you get caught in a snowstorm uh, in a, uh, in, if you get caught in a snowstorm out in your car or something, there's a couple things that you should always be prepared for. One, if you ever get caught in your car in a snowstorm, you have to sit there and snow's piling up. Remember to, obviously you want to stay warm as, as best you can. Obviously there's only so much you can do. Keeping the car on is fine, but if you if you have your back exhaust clogged by snow, you're going to have a carbon monoxide problem. That happened to a lot of people, unfortunately. And that's something that, you know, people really need to be made aware of when they're doing these sort of things. And then also preparing to go out. If you're in the, the anywhere where you, you know, don't, you're going to be outside. Layering is one of the biggest things that you can do to prevent hypothermia. Hypothermia comes, it sets on, um, and you don't even realize that you actually get hot when you start, you get really cold and then you start getting hot, um, cause your body's kind of all out of whack. So a couple ways to prevent this, if you're outdoors, you get caught in a snowstorm, you're on a project and you're not used to the cold is you want to have base layers that are not cotton. You don't want to get wet. All right. Um, Wool, wool is always the best because it's a natural, naturally wicks away moisture from your core body temperature. That's, that's the most important. And then if you're working on a job site, say outside or at a home on a construction project, you know, you can layer up or layer down easily. And um, those are just a couple of tips to, to help you be prepared. And is another, another example is that even when you have storms, a lot of people have generators in their houses. Say you lose power. Do not put your generator in your house. There, I've had, there was an experience of someone I know where they had their power outage. It was cold, a uh, few days with no power. They had a generator outside. The neighbors complained about it. They put it in the basement and didn't exhaust it. And every, luckily everybody was fine. But, you know, some people had issues with, you know, carbon monoxide poisoning. Everyone was fine, but it could have been much worse if other people weren't there. So um, that's just from just my nature, outdoor survival, things like that. And then just listen, if there is a warning to not go outside, don't go outside. Don't drive your car.
because a, a, a cold snap or a snow drift can come on to you very quickly and you won't be able to, to know that. And then also um, a big thing is if you are walking, hiking, skiing, whatever, you can get um, like a ice over and then fall like the snow can be so deep that you won't even realize it at first and you can get stuck. You can even drown in it. Uh, th- that's happened before. And so in terms of Let's talk about houses now. Move on to that. Sorry, I don't know why I got so uh, caught up on that. I just think it's important. Like I, a lot of people don't know how to deal with the cold, even if you're from the north. But you know, the last year we've been, I've been splitting time between the north and the south, and it's people just don't know. So I just want to put put that out there. It, then let's talk about houses. Okay, if you live in an area where th- they normally don't get the cold, a lot of times the homes aren't built to handle cold weather. This can be with like a, a pillar foundation. So you have a big crawl space. This can happen in a regular brick building. It can happen wherever. Like this week we rented a house in North Carolina. It was very cold and uh, the cleaning people left the door open and a bunch of pipes broke. And at our company, Auburn in Augusta, Georgia, which is normally never gets a freeze, a lot of people were out of town. They forgot to prepare and uh, they had pipes burst. It could be tens of thousands of dollars, depending on how many houses you own, obviously. Plumbers are being very busy right now. There's a lot of articles going on about that. And uh, here, here's just a couple quick ways to make sure that your pipes don't burst. Winterize your house for a, a quick freeze. And my, my apartment in um, Brooklyn actually had a pipe burst as well. So, And that's a place that normally gets the cold. So uh, the first thing you want to do is... Go outside and you, if you have any exterior spigots going out to your house, shut off the water, take off the hose. And that's really important because when you have an exterior hose, you know, it might be go all the way in the yard. It's curled up. It works the same way as like a heating coil except opposite. So the more service area that's out there, easier to freeze. First, you'll break your hose. Got to buy a new hose, which isn't that bad. But it'll shoot up the pipe and go into the house. So it'll freeze from the outside in. And then what will happen is when you come into the house, you try to turn on a faucet, there'll be ice. Either the the pipe will just burst because obviously when it freezes, it'll expand and it'll break the pipes especially if it's not winterized pipes, they don't have insulation. And then also you can get up, this is another thing, is if you get up into the faucets inside the house, it can get cold, maybe you forgot to put the heater on or whatever, and you'll get breakage of less strong pipes, say for instance, going to the sink, dishwasher, washing machines, anything like that. So that's something to be aware of. And if it uh, is frozen, wait for, don't, run the water, wait for it to, to, to melt or to heat up. And then you're probably going to find some leaks that way. So first off, take your hoses off. Second, from the outside, once the hoses are off, turn off the water. This is if you're there, you can, you obviously want some water running and then take sort of like a insulating material, say, I don't know, actual insulation from pipe insulation from the hardware store, or you could take like a pool, uh, a pool floaty, wrap it there. You can take, you know, 
blankets or whatever, uh, anything to insulate it and wrap the, the, anything that's exposed that's metal. That'll help a little bit, especially with the wind chill. Wind chill will go over it and freeze. Uh, in the inside, you want to keep the cabinets under sinks open, get some warm air in there. And then if you are going to leave but you have the water on, you want to have a little drip of the hot and the cold water, especially if you have two separate intakes. Make sure you do that because if it keeps if it's if it's running, it has a less of a chance. If there's some current or it's running, it has less of a chance to freeze. And then obviously, if you're going to be gone, you can just shut off the water from the city to your building or your house. But you also want to drain the pipes, making sure that there's no water sitting in there. Uh, that's not going to freeze. So. Those are some basic tips to kind of winterize your house. I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, just DM me at Marcus Amadeus on Instagram, on most of my socials. Go to Marcus Shot Real Estate on Facebook or Google. You, you'll find me. My website, Marcus Shot. We have real estate team in Georgia, New York, New Jersey. We can help you nationwide if you're relocating or if you want us to set you up with a hyper-localized agent, say you have a specific type of property you want, you have a specific location you want, we can help you out and you'll have an extra set of eyes and a team on it for your buy side to help you out. So hope you enjoy. Have a good day. Bye-bye.